bandwidth for the Geometry House is provided by Podbean, educational partners moving us into the 21st century. This week's podcast features e- Eva and Isabel kind of overviewing this, uh, this unit since it's coming a little bit late in the unit itself. Enjoy! Hey everyone, you're here with Isabel and Ava, here to talk about geometry. We're going to talk about chapter one, and we're going to talk about points, lines, and planes. This segment will consist of questions that came in the mail from our viewers. Isabella, did you know that a segment is part of a line defined by two endpoints? That's really interesting, and no, I didn't know that. That's the reason why for this segment, to answer calls from our viewers so we can help them to understand. This is um, a letter that we got from Sonia. Um, she wanted to know why a three-legged stool is better than a four-legged stool. Well, I'll take this question. A three-legged stool is better than a four-legged stool is because three-legged stools share a common plane, which is which a plane is consists of a flat surface with no thickness and extends forever. That's really interesting. Okay. Our next one is from a boy named Matt. His question is, since your segment is about points, lines, and planes, could you define them? And I will define them. A point names a location. A line is a straight path without thickness, and it extends forever. A plane is a flat surface that has no thickness and extends forever. Since we define those terms, I think we need to define other terms, such as coplanar and collinear. I'll define those for you. Collinear are points sharing a common line, and coplanar are points sharing a common plane. Did you see the difference? I hope they did. Okay, now, now, oh, we have another question from one of our other viewers, which is Samantha. Samantha was wondering if you could define a ray, a note, a opposite rays, postulants, please, please, because in geometry, if you don't know these, they're very important. Wouldn't you agree, Isabella? I agree. Okay, now we will define ray for her first. Okay, I I guess I can define them since I I remember all the definitions from high school. A ray is a part of line that starts at a point and it continues forever. Okay, now we will move on to opposite rays. Opposite rays are interesting. Opposite rays are two rays that have a common endpoint and form a line. Okay, I think she also wanted to know what another name for a postulate was. Another name for a postulate is an axiom. Um, there are a lot of postulates. There are, there's 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 2, 1, 1, 3, 1, 1, 4, 1, 1, 5. There's 1, 2, 1, 1, 3, 1. One two two, one three two. There are so many. Okay, now 
I think we should get into something else, a new chapter, so we can help these kids get ready for the test, don't you think, Isabella? You know what, I think that's a good idea. Um, I think I'll start off by talking about distance. Distance is the absolute value of the difference of the coordinates, which, it's the space in between the coordinates, for you slackers out there. Congruent, um, seg segments that are congruent mean they are like the same length, pretty much the same thing. Um, angle are formed by two rays with a common endpoint called the vertex. Did you know there is an exterior and an interior for the angles? No, I didn't know that. Wow, could you cancel some more stuff? Because as you guys are learning, I'm learning too. Because I think Isabella is a great teacher. Aw, thanks. Well, I guess I can cover the types of angles. There are many types of angles. The first one is acute, which is between 0 and 90 degrees. A right triangle, which is 90 degrees, exactly. It's just 90 degrees. It's perfect. The next one is obtuse. Obtuse angles are 90 degrees to 180 degrees. Those are the big ones. Straight angles are pretty much a straight line. They're 180 degrees. Okay, midpoint is a point which bisects a line segment. Some of you are probably saying, what's bisecting? I know Ava is over here. She's like, what in the world are you talking about? You got that right. <laughs> All right, well, I'll define bisect so you guys understand what I'm talking about. Bisect, it splits two sections into exactly two equal parts. Let's see what else we can help you guys with. Um, let's go back and talk about angles. Adjacent angles are two angles with a common side and an endpoint, which is, what, what is another name for it, Ava? The vertex. Nice. You did really good. All right, linear pair are two adjacent angles that equal 180 degrees, whose uncommon sides form opposite rays. You remember what opposite rays are, right? Of course I do. Two rays that have a common endpoint and form a line. You know, you learn really fast. Alright, do we know what complementary angles are? Um, I believe complementary complementary angles are two angles that add up to 90 degrees. That's right. So then, can you guess what supplementary angles are? Supplementary angles. Hmm. Let's see. Um, is that two angles that add up to 180 degrees? You're right. Do you know what vertical angles are? Or don't you? Um... Oh, vertical, vertical. I got it. Two non-adjacent angles formed by two intersecting lines. Nice. And if you need a, a diagram, just draw an X and label the angles 1, 2, 3, and 4. And that'll help you with seeing if they're vertical angles or not. Now let's move on to perimeter and area.
Do you remember the perimeter and area? Hmm, that was a long time ago. Maybe you need to refresh my memory. Not a problem. Let's talk about squares first. To find the perimeter of a square, you do four times whatever the side equals. And then to find the area, you do the side squared. You got that? I think I do, but can you move on to rectangle and triangle? Not a problem. A rectangle perimeter, to find that, you go two times the length plus two times the width. Or you can just do length plus length plus width plus width. That's the easier way that many like to do. To find the area, you use length times width, and that finds the area. Now for a triangle, the perimeter is A plus B plus C. Not to be confused with the Pythagorean theorem, which is A squared plus B squared equals C squared. That's not what we're talking about. That's something totally different. To find the area is one half times the base times the height. For circles, on the other hand, the perimeter is another name for circumference. And the circumference is circumference over diameter, which we use pi. Do you know what pi is? Do you eat pie? Because I love apple pie. No, that's the wrong type of pie. Although that pie is good, I think this pie is better. Pie equals 3.14. And as a fraction, it's 22 over 7. And to find the circumference, which, what's another name for circumference? Perimeter. Yup. Anyways, to find the perimeter, or circumference, is pi times diameter. Or you can do 2 pi r, which the r stands for radius, which is half of the diameter. That's how I remember it. Area, on the other hand, is pi r squared. It's really easy to find. And if you want to draw a diagram for to remember the diameter and radius, draw a circle with a line all the way across and put D next to it and then make a little fork, well not a fork, but kind of like a Y coming off of it and put R. So that's how I remember it. And now for the last part of our section today, um, we're going to talk about the Pythagorean theorem and the distance formula. Pythagorean theorem is a squared plus b squared equals c squared, which you need a diagram in order to do that. You need a triangle and it needs some numbers. We'll talk about that a later day. And now is the distance formula. Do you know what the distance formula is? No, why don't you tell me? The distance formula is the square root of x2 minus x1 squared plus y2 minus y1 squared. And that's the distance formula. You can use both those to find the distance. It's, it's really kind of simple. 
Um, well, that concludes our episode today. And we love to hear from you guys. So just call in and give us a, give us a jingle. And we'll answer some of your questions or send us some mail. And it'll be nice talking to you. So see ya. Bye. Thanks. Well, thank you for listening to Ava and Isabel's overview of Chapter 1. If you have comments or concerns, ideas, or anything you want to share with the students behind Geometry House, send an email to geotreehouse, that's G-E-O-T-R-E-E-H-O-U-S-E, at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening.